Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are exploring the topic of covet. What does the word covet mean to each of us and how we explore that in ourselves and the world around us? So to start us off, we've got Kevin. Take it away. Good morning. Uh, my view of the word covet is... Uh, it's, it's a desire. It's, you know, you really want something. So when I think of the word covet, it is, it's almost a need. It's, it is, well, maybe it is a need. I, I have to have this. I must have this. Uh, you put your heart to it. You, you put your mind to it. You put your energy towards whatever this thing is, whether it's a person or a, a thing, uh, whether it's a feeling, uh, um, it doesn't really, it's just something that has just captured your attention to the point where you're, you're kind of singularly focused on it. Uh, so when you covet something, um, what that's telling you is that that's really where your energy is going, where your love is, you know, really what you want to worship. And, uh, so, you know, the Bible speaks to the idea of covet, uh, and, and then that when you do covet, uh, what you're doing is you are turning your eyes from God. You're turning away from what it is that God is. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Bible calls coveting a sin uh, for that reason. Uh, so I like thinking, I like thinking of it as it's, it's love, just misplaced love. Uh, you know, a covet is something that is, if you think of God as being your, your, your source of energy, your source of love, your source of uh, life, if you think of God as, uh, uh, your creator, right, uh, that deserves your full attention and your full uh, awareness um that year we covet we covet things that are not god uh they might be god created but they're not god you, know, you think of adam and eve in the uh garden of eden right the why do you think why do you think that uh the tree of knowledge was created what does it represent and and why did adam and eve uh fall victim to uh, desire of wanting the fruit from that tree. Uh, it was coveting. It, they, they coveted the knowledge. They wanted to be something more than what they were. And that to the point where they decided that what they had was not enough. Uh, and that's what we all do. Uh, so, so coveting is, uh, it, to me, it's just simply love. It's just love that distracts us from God. And, um, and therefore, uh, it's, it, we're settling. We're effectively settling for something less. Uh, we're settling for something that's less than perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Kev. And um, let me read from we got a couple of bible verses here exodus 20 i'm reading again from the uh daily walk bible exodus 20 verse 17 
Um, you must not be envious of your neighbor's house or want to sleep with his wife or want to own his slaves, oxen, donkeys, or anything else he has. And then in the New Testament, we're reading from Luke 12, 15. And beware with an exclamation mark. Don't always be wishing for what you don't have for real life and real living are not related to how rich we are. So with that added layer, um, Bill, what are your, yeah. what are you, um, what's on your heart today about the word covet? Well, when I think of covetedness, I think of, like the Bible says, desiring somebody else, uh, uh, things, uh, position, um, they have a nice house, they got a nice car, you know, how, you know, how can I get that from them? Um, and you're putting your desires and your wants, uh, and tying them to somebody else. Instead, what you should be doing is setting your own goals setting your own needs and your desires based off of what you want in life with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit first in your life and, you know, asking them to guide you and receive blessings like Job. And, you know, um, I think it is very natural that, you know, when we drive by a, you know, a mansion and Wow, that guy's so lucky, man. He's been, you know, and, and, and how I look at it, I always say, wow, God's really blessed that guy, whatever he's doing. He must be, you know, a blessing to his community. And, you know, under the Bible, it says God makes the rich and the poor. And, you know, I've been both. <laughs> I definitely and uh, love uh, and uh, liked uh, when I was wealthy. And, uh, you know, being poor is a struggle. Uh, but I am, I am and have been always uh, happy and uh, through the journey in both places. And, you know, I just think that's, I mean, you know, but I mean, out there, you know, we always, you know, um, I think when you have the idea that somebody is always going to try to screw you out of something, if you think like that, and, you know, it makes me, well, who are you trying to screw if you think everybody's trying to screw you? You know, and uh, those people definitely reveal themselves to the words and actions that come, you know, out of their heart and mind. And I think as creators, because uh, we have a creator that created us and everything in this physical world has been, you know, uh, created by a physical uh, and spiritually inclined man. And there's also the bad side. Now, obviously, there's evil and, uh, you know, drug cartels and uh, gangs. And, you know, those people are feeding into opposite of what we feed into. And uh, also, a lot of people are a product of their environment. So unless you're studying the Bible and understanding, you know, uh, no God wants to bless us. And that he says what he has in store for us, our mind can't even fathom. <laughs> that is like one of the most awesome verses because that just shows that God wants to bless us. Are we worthy? Are, are our goals and desires and wants and needs 
in line with being a God-minded, spiritual, physical person. And when you have jealousy, see, I don't understand that. Like, I've never been a jealous person, but I know people that are jealous. And uh, I see, you know, how negative it makes them. And, um, uh, wow, he got a good girlfriend. How do you get that? Oh, he only got him because he's got money. You know what? He might not be that good looking, but maybe he's really a decent person. And yeah, he does happen to have money. But, uh, you know, uh, he was, you know, blessed by a, a gorgeous girl. And there's plenty of uh, girls out there. You don't, if someone's already taken, you know, it, it, your goal and desire should not be to take that girl from someone she's already with. You know, that's uh, covetedness and, you know, desiring, uh, uh, someone else's possessions. And I also believe it's finding a way uh, to manipulate and use that person to help your, uh, when you think that way, to help you get your own desires. You know, um, I personally, you know, if I've ever been successful, I've always tried to be a blessing to my family and my friends and um, share my wealth uh, because money's like manure. If you don't spread it around, it's not really worth anything. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, and um <laughs> you know, so uh that's an old farmer joke, guys. I grew up on a farm, you know, and yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of farmers are pretty wealthy and uh I also uh think that they're generous people and uh you know it's um uh I that's just how I believe that uh we should be and um you know, if you're blessed by God, you should be a blessing to other people. And again, I just want to end. I have an entrepreneurial uh, mindset, and I obviously have to set, you know, goals and desires, uh, needs, uh, wants, um, and I have to put effort and work into them. You can either do that, you know, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit filled. Or uh, you can you can uh, do it with a spirit of covetous and, uh, you know, how can I get what I want no matter uh, who gets screwed. So um, just keep that in mind of, you know, how you uh, want to attain your goals in life. And when you see somebody other that's blessed, you should uh, praise God for blessing them um, and uh, uh, pray that they're a benefit to their community so that's all i got that's awesome bill no i appreciate that that's good words at the end there too um about goals specifically um mj you're up thanks angie yeah, yeah. Good, bill. really good it was god focused is what that was william that was god thank you yeah so yeah on this topic which it's so interesting that, um, you know, here it is 2022 and we've got this modern world and, you know, you see social media and all these people are flaunting all these things, you know, for, you know, like these influencers are showing you cars that all they've done is rent the car. They don't own the car. They just rented it to do a photo shoot. And, they get people thinking these certain things. Oh, if I do this, I'm going to get this too. You know, that type of thing. And I don't know, it, you know, even like in when Kevin was talking about Adam and Eve and how Eve was, 
she was lied to. She was lied to and she took the bait and, you know, she literally wanted to know what that tree was all about when God said, you can have all these other thousands of trees, but just leave this one alone. And Satan pulled on her and says, well, what's so important about that tree? You should, you should be able to have something from that tree. And he just pulled on that because, you know, that's, she coveted that knowledge and then it turned, uh, turned everything wrong. And, you know, we've all fallen into that. And um, it's it just, it's sad when you look at even Cain and Abel, you know, they were, they were brothers. And next thing you know, one's getting jealous of the other and coveting what the other one has. And next thing it leads to murder. And that's the thing about coveting is that it starts with that coveting. And next thing you know, you could be doing, you could be stealing something. You could be killing something. You could be committing adultery just because you've let, you've let Satan, you know, Jesus was tempted by Satan um, for all these types of things. Like when he brought him to the top, top of the uh, building and said, I'll give you all these kingdoms and, you know, playing on his, his temptation of having all this authority. And yet he already had authority. He didn't need Satan was going to give him. He already had it in the right and that's the, that's the thing, you know, when you have a wife or you have a husband, you already have what was been given to you by God. And so there's no re reason to go anywhere else. And I know some people look at things and they look at it with maybe envy or lust or something like that. You know, those are a lot of times, those are just thoughts. And, you know, thoughts can be corrected. And if you're having thoughts like that, that's one thing. You, you can't keep a thought from coming. You can keep it from nesting. You know, it's like the birds above your head. You can keep a bird. Uh, birds are going to fly over your head no matter what. You can't stop that, but you can stop them from nesting in your hair. Same thing with situations of envy and lust and all that. You can, you, you can have a thought about what's going on with somebody's house. You know, hey, that's a beautiful house. You can respond respect it and admire it and maybe energize yourself to go do the right things to go get something like that someday but you don't have to then figure out a way to go get that guy's house you know and take it from him by finding something wrong that he did and, you know and next thing you know you're 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 doing bad things to try to get his house that there's a difference there there's a big difference and that's what you know it all starts with this this thing of wanting and that's what Kevin was talking earlier here about wanting, you know, somebody else's property um, because it comes down to alienation. You know, what you're doing when you do, you take a, a thought from a, a lust and you then turn it into actually acting on it and, and going after that guy's wife or that guy's husband. It's so funny. The Bible talks all, all always about the wives, you know, going after somebody's wife and all that. Well, in this day and age, you've even seen wives go after husbands. So yeah, no, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, so it, it 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 goes both ways. And but this alienation between what you're doing, you you have no idea how big that sin is going to affect not just your family but their family. 
that little three minutes of selfishness <laughs> just wiped out probably two two families and caused generations of problems between people just because of that lust and that um, covenant and having that covenant of somebody else's property. So, you know, just appreciate um, the, everybody's like Bill was saying, everybody has gifts. And if you've been gifted with a, a big house, that, great. But I like my house. You know, I've been very blessed by the house I'm in. And I know the Lord's got, um, he, in Jeremiah 29, 11, he's, he's got plans for me. He's got plans to prosper me and he's got plans to move ahead. And if I use Ephesians 4, 29, if I just say good things to uplift other people and keep other people in mind, it, it's that blessing that will keep the covenant, covetedness away and just be thankful, be thankful what God has given you. And that's all I wanted to say today. It just, what a great topic. It's interesting that these, these days are no different than it was back then. You know, everybody wants somebody else's stuff, but you know, if you just be thankful and blessed by God, he will bless you more and put you in the right path. There you go. Go in. Go else with me. Awesome. Thanks, MJ. Bye. Thanks, yeah, everybody. Nice job, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um. So another verse that came through like the Bible verses, like I, I was reading in another Bible earlier this morning, Colossians 3, 5 is another verse regarding this. Away then with sinful earthly things, deaden the evil desires lurking within you, have nothing to do with sexual sin, impurity, lust, and shameful desires, don't worship the good things of life for that is idolatry um so it's it's an interest the whole thing is an interesting topic because you know and like what's scary is our schools don't teach the ten commandments anymore so our society is growing into this world of you know where where's the foundation you know is the foundation on god and godly principles you know and we're not teaching it in schools anymore <laughs> and social media is like on stage right now like mike like mj was saying um so it is interesting and like like what bill what you were saying with environment it's just very important um you know, how you surround yourself, you know, the people, the places that you go, activities you do, the environment you live, um, your, your internal environment, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your external environment, you know, and there's just so many ways that we can build up around us with a God focus, or we watch and look what everyone else is doing and try to be like everyone else and want everyone else's things. And that's, that's where the whole word, you know, the covet, covet, that, uh, cov that's why I just say covet. <laughs> Covetousness is a harder word to say. Um, and um, it's interesting because I, I looked up the definition of covet. And so it says, uh, well, I don't have it in front of me right now, but basically it said desire. It had two words in there that jumped out at me, desire and yearning. 
And, and when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this is time for me to like explain myself more because I use those words a lot. And um, to see them pop up under the word um, covet was interesting because it, um, you can yearn and desire something that doesn't belong to you. That's a whole other conversation. That's, that's covet. That's what we're talking about today. Um, but I'm always talking about the other side of yearning and desires of what is it that God, because I'm always talking to God. I'm like, I, that's just, it's just natural to me. I guess I probably need to explain that more as I'm talking to people, but, um, you know, God focus. I mean, that's, that's just become, a, that's just become a ma massive part of me. And, um, to break it down a little bit here, the um, I live out of my heart. I'm constantly always working the ground into my heart, and I'm always talking about you know what's what is that yearning desire in your heart? What is God? Which to me means what is God calling you to do, to create, to be? Because um, He put us all here on this planet to have a purpose, um, with a purpose and everyone's here for a very specific reason and you know and that's part of being here is to figure out what is that and um but when we walk in society it's so easy to if you're not focused on god it's so easy to fall into the other flip side of you know yearning for someone else's stuff or you know desiring you know what someone has and we don't or whatever and then getting into that whole dynamic there um it, it was interesting when I saw those two words, because I always use the words desire and yearning, but in the God focused way. So um, the, so to me, the difference is, are you really tuning into God and listening to what he's having you do? You stay in your lane and you do what you're good at and what you're called for and why you're here on this planet. You stay on that path and just go for it and just keep going for it and keep talking to God that's why what that's how we in my you know from my view that's how we are called to live um and it's when we flip to the other side and you know either we don't know the ten commandments and don't realize that these are you know the things we talked about earlier are not good to do um or if you're not reading the bible and seeing it in here black and white you know like don't do these things you know the filter for me is that is what's in your heart that you are here to create and it and the caveat is it has nothing to do with anyone else that's the dividing line for me is if it has it, it you know obviously a purpose has you know can definitely have a, um, people involved in it but not specific because everyone's here with their own free will and there's no way we that it's going to end well if you try to force anyone to do anything um, or take from them or give you know what you know it it it's a general it's um it's a general um i don't know what's the words just don't don't attach a specific person to your yearnings and your desires and to me that's a real clear cut does that make sense did i explain that right yeah yeah i got it because to me that would be the clear cut like are you crying are you like thinking of a specific person 
and you know and you know um you know getting you know and getting too attached in that direction you know because like for me you know i have a vision you know that involves people but i you know i'm i can't attach a specific person to it because then i i have no right to interfere with their will i, I can put the mission out and say hey here's what we're doing and you know and then the people they're called to run with that you know then they they show up but i can't just say you know this is only going to work if this particular person is involved um that's that's to me that's the dividing line so all right any other last thoughts i'm i smell what you're cooking all right did that make sense because I, I thought that was very interesting. So under the definition of covet, yearning and desire. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I use those words all the time. What's the difference? And to me, that's the difference. So yeah. just being very mindful of how God is speaking to you, through you, and just stay in your lane um, because you can't run someone else's race. You are here to run your own race. And you know the people that are supposed to come along, come along. And then, and then well, that's a whole another level of conversation. When you do have a flock of people you're in charge of, um, you, there, you, there's a whole another conversation <laughs> about how to keep keep the keep the focus where it needs to be. So, um, yeah, there's lots of depth to this conversation. You know, when you really want to dig into it, it that's uh, that's uh, that's it for today. And um, so any if anyone any of our listeners if you ever have any questions thoughts anything you want to add any you know as you're listening to this um what does covet mean to you covet covetousness covetousness it's a tongue twister what does that mean to you and um, if you ever have any differing opinions or thoughts or ideas we'd love to hear them and um, we can hash it out here on another episode of God Focus Podcast. So for today, this is a wrap. And all God's children said, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me, and thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. 
please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.